Hi, you're listening to the Soul Patterns Podcast. This is operated and owned by me, BJ the Blogger. And the purpose of Soul Patterns is to create a singular place to easily learn self-mastery and healing, regardless of where you are in your journey. The content from this podcast is non-denominational and can be applied to any religion or spiritual practice. All content comes directly from my research and my personal experiences. If you would like to become a supporter of this podcast, you can go directly to my anchor page and donate through there, or you can donate through my cash app, which is dollar sign BJ the blogger. I hope you guys enjoy listening and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Soul Patterns Podcast. My name is BJ the Blogger, and I'm so thankful to have you guys here. So I'm going to start a new season for the podcast just because I'm going to change up the way that I'm doing this. Um, Before, I was doing tarot readings, and that would allow for me to channel the messages that I had for the podcast. But I am going to take a little bit of a step back from tarot um, just because I really want to focus on getting you guys the information and I don't want people to be distracted by the methods that I am channeling the information. Tarot, you know, not everybody's a fan of tarot and I understand that. Um, So at the end of the day, the messages that I provide for you guys are still going to be the same. Um, but the process that I'm going to do them is just going to be a little bit different. Today, I want to talk to you guys about um, being an empath. And I did post this, the information that I'm going to talk to you guys about in the podcast. I did post it on my blog recently. Um, even if you read the blog, this listening to this podcast would still be really helpful. Um, just because I'm going to go into a little bit more detail of everything that I talked about inside of the blog. Essentially, what we're going to talk about today is what it is to be an empath and what you can do and what tools you can use in order to keep yourself sane. Because it's very easy to pick up on energies from other people, especially with us coming out of the pandemic. We haven't had to absorb a lot of energy from other people for a while. So now that we are encountering others and we're spending more time outside, it can be a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Overwhelming for people, especially energetically sensitive people. It can be a little bit overwhelming for them getting around um, all of these new energies and things like that. So what we're going to talk to about today is what you can do in order to make sure that you protect yourself from the energies of other people. So let's talk about what it means to be an empath. When you're an empath, and I mean, this word gets thrown around in the spiritual community a lot. In my personal opinion, what it means to be an empath is you are somebody that can feel the emotions and pain of other people um, more sensitive than others. And this is not to say that people that are empaths are more special than other people. Like everybody has the ability to be an empath. It really is just people that are more empathetic to others. They can physically feel the pain and their emotions change and they don't necessarily have to see the person. They don't necessarily have to look them in their face. 
It can be just from having a conversation. It could be possibly that you're one of those people that you don't even have to talk to somebody. You don't have to see them. You just have like that gut feeling that something is wrong. So then that kind of changes um, in the first line of defense. Well, not line of defense, but the first signifier that something is wrong is you feel pain or you feel sadness or you feel anger. And you're like picking up the energy from other people that you are close to. So this could be family, friends, um, whoever you're in a relationship, etc. So that's what it really means to be an empath. When I hear people talking about being an empath, especially like on social media stuff, people aren't very excited about having this gift. I mean, who would be excited about picking up negative energies from people? I mean, you pick up the positive energy too, but if you are naturally a positive person or if you feel like you're in alignment with your in your life, then you don't necessarily have to pick up positive energy from other people you are the you are already light so you don't <laughs> you don't have to necessarily pick up that energy from other people but picking up negative energy from others and it attaching itself to you gets really frustrating especially like if you're having a really good day and then you encounter somebody that's having a really bad day and that energy attaches to you and then the rest of the, your day you have an attitude or like you aren't happy and you're feeling down and you just can't figure out how to get rid of it then you know, that's frustrating, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it like completely can throw you off. So not a lot of people are excited about, you know, being empathetic. So I really wanted to, um, you know, I really wanted to talk about this just because there are ways that you can protect yourself from um, the energies and the emotions of others. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So you could probably benefit from the tools and the techniques that I'm gonna talk about if, like you get really upset for prolonged periods of time when people kind of like, I don't want to say dump on you, but vent to you about stuff and like you feel down and you just can't shake it, especially like, like I talked about a minute ago, like the rest of your day is kind of shot <laughs> from um, having that conversation. Um, if you make decisions based on what people are telling you you should do on, on what you should feel, people that are empaths and they don't have proper protection, they have they are more susceptible to being influenced in terms of what to think and what to do. So um, that could be a sign that you need some of these tools. And if you find yourself going out of your way to put others in a better mood, and after that you feel emotionally drained. So that can be a trigger for people pleasing that is also a sign that you need the the tools that we're talking about today the first thing we're going to talk about is making sure that you're setting boundaries so boundaries are really really important because these are promises that you are making to yourself that if somebody goes somebody meets you at a certain boundary that they you're not going to allow them to go further let's say you have a emotional boundary where you're talking to somebody and you feel yourself physically getting upset like you feel your spine getting tight and your back getting tight and your jaws clenching and things like that then that's the boundary for you that's like okay you are influencing my emotions to the point that i can physically feel them so i'm gonna walk away from this conversation and come back after I've had a chance to kind of like get myself together. So that would be an example of an emotional boundary that you have for yourself. 
and there are other types of boundaries that you could have so like let's say intellectual boundaries so remember we were talking about people influencing your thoughts and opinions if you're talking to somebody and you feel them trying to really change your mind about something that you have already decided that you felt a way about it and they're really like kind of pushing you then you acknowledge that in your head right so this require this definitely requires some self-awareness this requires you to be able to notice triggers inside of your your mind and inside of your emotions so having boundaries definitely requires you to have a heightened level of self-awareness but ultimately you can have your intellectual boundary and you can have your social boundary which was something that i had to put up myself because i was getting influenced by people a lot whenever i was having certain social activities so anytime i was going out and I was drinking with people, I found myself doing things that I normally would not do if I was not inside of that situation. So I had to create a social boundary for myself where I didn't allow myself to be inside of certain social situations. I didn't allow myself to drink um, more than a certain amount if I was going to be in a particular social situation. So like if we were going out to a, a club or a bar, I wouldn't allow myself to have more than two or three drinks just because I knew that if I went past this boundary, then I was gonna do something or I was gonna say something or I was gonna be susceptible to being influenced by other people's emotions or stuff like that. So like, for example, there's many times that I'll, I've almost gotten to fights because you know I was out drinking and I've had friends that were turning up and were <laughs> pissed off about something stupid and it influenced me because I was under the influence of alcohol. So if I had to, I had to set that boundary for myself that's like, okay, I know that if I drink a certain amount and I'm inside of certain social situations, like I'm out with my friends and I've, I know that I become more protective, then I can be influenced by their emotions. I can be influenced by their thoughts and it does not allow for me to be able to look at a situation maturely. <laughs> it doesn't allow for me to look at a, a situation objectively. Um, so that was a social boundary that I had to create for myself. Creating those boundaries for yourself can be really good tools to have. And it could be, you could have that boundary that you just kind of like in your mind, you set for yourself over time, or you could sit down and like literally write out, okay, this is my intellectual boundary. So if blah, 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 whatever, or kind of like what I said about the social boundary, I, I will not allow myself to be inside of this social situation. And if I am, then I'm going to limit myself in regards to how many people I'm around, how late I'm going to be out, things like that. So you can write those down, but I do encourage you to kind of create those boundaries for yourself. And if you want to see the full list of different types of boundaries, it's on my blog at bjtheblogger.com. The next tool I have is setting the intention with visualization. So I talk about intention a lot and it's because intention is really, really important. Thoughts are things, thoughts are their own entity, their own energy. So when you set intentions, then you set that energy in motion for it to do whatever you want it to do. What you can do with along with intention 
is you can use visualization text techniques and using your imagination that also allows for your intention to have a, another outlet for it to materialize. What you can do, and I was taught this inside of a psychic class that I took, what you can do is you can create a bubble around yourself. So you can close your eyes and you can imagine a bubble around you. And so what you're really trying to do is kind of create a bubble boundary, but you're gonna create an energetic boundary around you. So once you set the intention for that, then you then mentally you already know that okay look i have my layer of protection around me then it makes you less susceptible to those energies and things of that sort then when you're expressing your emotions then you can be more confident that the emotions are truly yours so when you are expressing negative emotions or sadness then you know that that comes from a place that needs to be healed and it's not from a place of um, you picking up energies from other people and of course this bubble is in your full control you can activate it deactivate it whenever you want to when i used to be inside of situations at my old job i used to work with somebody that was a complete jerk he was impossible to work with he was so hard to be around he was so completely negative and it was frustrating me because i would go into work with a really good attitude and i was really happy and then as soon as I came across this person and his negativity just completely just ruined my day. Like he would just say two things like, oh, I hate being here or I don't know why y'all do this and blah, blah, blah. Like it was just horrible. And then after that, my entire day was ruined. I just had an attitude the rest of the day. I was mean to people. It was just, it was awful. And so when I would go into work, I would have to consciously sit in my car before and the this this is what i literally used to have to do i would sit in my car and i would literally have to activate my bubble when i went about my day and i encountered him i i just didn't i didn't pick up his energy like i i just felt confident enough in my bubble that i knew that look i'm protected so say whatever you want to say it's not going to bother me it is what it is so that was something that really worked for me when I was working inside a, a toxic work environment. The last thing we're gonna talk about is grounding and awareness. When I talk about grounding, I'm not talking about going outside and touching dirt and putting your feet in dirt. What I'm talking about is being present. I guess I really could have just used the word presence, but whatever, grounding sounds better to me. Grounding and being present inside of your space and being more aware of what's going on, that definitely is a tool that you can use in order to help you inside of not picking up other people's emotions. You're going to be more present inside of your space. So when you're doing things, you're taking the time to really appreciate the things that you're doing. You become more hyper-focused and you just start paying closer attention to what's going on. So when you reach for things, like you really like look at it and reach for it and grab it. And when you're writing things, like you're looking at the pen, rolling on the paper, like you're slowing time down. Like you're mentally slowing time down and paying more attention 
to what's going on. What it does is it makes things much more simpler, simple in terms of what's going on around you and it makes you more aware and it makes you more present in regards to what is going on inside of your space. So I think in my opinion, what this helps with is it helps you acknowledge and understand what's going on and it makes you more aware of your triggers. So if you're paying closer attention to what people are saying and you're paying closer attention to your body movements and your body reactions and you're being more aware and focused on, on you know the situation at hand, then it will allow for you to acknowledge your triggers faster and that way you can uphold your boundaries quicker. <laughs> so um, that's another thing that, uh, that's another tool that I highly recommend in order to you know stay sane as an empath. And I mean, ultimately, real reason why this is important is because being empathetic is, there's nothing wrong with being empathetic. Like it is a natural human reaction. We're supposed to interact with other people. We're supposed to have empathy for other people. We're supposed to have sympathy for other people. But these are supposed to be emotional triggers. They're supposed to be physical triggers. They're not supposed to be things that you wallow in because when other people's fears and other people's anger, sadness is projected onto you, then you are going to physically feel the same exact pain and you're gonna feel the same emotional um, influence that whatever they're dealing with, you're gonna start feeling it too. And if you don't have conscious control over your body and conscious control over your emotions, then this can cause you to really pick up and hold on to energies that don't belong to you. You really should only be expressing emotions that are yours. And that's because when we have an emotional reaction to something, that is coming from a place that needs to be healed. If you're having an emotional reactions that do not belong to you, then you won't have anything to heal. You won't have a source for you to go in and to fix. And so this can cause people to have physical ailments that they can't heal. This could cause people to be depressed. This could cause people to get into karmic cycles that they don't know how to get out of. It's really important that you learn how to protect yourself emotionally um, and physically by putting up these boundaries, by becoming more self-aware, by figuring out ways to really protect yourself. And it's okay to be compassionate and it's okay to want to be understanding, but you have to be able to look at it objectively, whatever the situation is, and be like, look, I understand how you're feeling. I know how you feel. And if I were you, I would be doing this inside of this situation. But you do not have to pick up their emotions and you do not have to walk away from the situation feeling exactly the way that they feel. You don't, if your friend calls you and they're angry, you do not have to turn up too. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to in order for you to show that you're compassionate for how they're feeling. These protections are really going to help you be able to maintain a state of lightness. Literally, not just shining a light, but being emotionally light. You know what I mean? 
these these words also can translate into your spiritual wellness your emotional wellness and of course your physical wellness as well i hope that these tools have helped somebody it's definitely helped me i absolutely have to be more self-aware of um, particular things and at the end of the day it's caused me to lose friends i mean quote unquote friends but it's caused me to lose friends and it's caused me to not be inside of social as many social situations as I used to be. You know, it's caused people to think that I don't care or whatever, but that doesn't matter to me. The most important thing to me is my wellness and my mental wellness and my spiritual wellness. And that's not gonna matter to other people if I just allow for them to dump on me all the time. Like you can have your friends vent to you and you can be an open source for um, somebody to to trust you and things like that. But, you know, they should not be able to be like, oh, we're going to call BJ. BJ going to tell us what to do. BJ going to know what to do. Like, no, I mean, BJ is going to be able to tell you how she would be, feel inside of that situation. But BJ not going to be the friend that ride out. I mean, I'm just not like <laughs> when I was 21, 22, yeah, like BJ was a girl that's gonna ride out with you, you know, whatever. But I'm not that person anymore because I have goals that I'm trying to achieve. I got things I'm trying to do. I don't need any distractions. And that's all it ends up becoming is a distraction and a roadblock. And I have karmic loops that I've already gotten myself out of that's taken a lot of time and taken a lot of self-awareness to get myself out of. I don't have no time for people to, to derail me from that at all. I hope this was really helpful. What I wanna do now is I wanna take the time to tell you guys about a coaching program that I'm working on. It's right now, it's in its beta stage and I'm looking for three clients to um, test this coaching program on. So what I'm doing is I'm taking spiritual um, practices, manifestation techniques and mindset processes in order to help young black women achieve their dream life. What I'm really doing is I'm trying to teach people how to become their higher self. What you have to do in order to be a part of this program is you have to fill out a survey. And once you complete the survey, we'll have a 30 minute call. And the call is just for me to understand like what are the current roadblocks you're going through inside of your life? What are some things that you're interested in? Um, what are some goals you're interested in achieving? And like, what are the, ultimately like, what can I help you with? And depending on if, you know, it seems like a situation that will work out where I, where I think that I can help, then I'll, you know, bring you on to be a beta client. Survey to fill out is on my blog. So it's on bjtheblogger.com. And if you go on the homepage and you scroll down just a little bit, it there should be something that says fill out the survey. And once you fill that out, I'll reach out to you via email and um, <clears throat> we'll schedule a call. I'm really excited about this program. Whoever does end up being beta clients, the program is completely free. I think it's a really good deal <laughs> because I know that I'm good at what I do. Please make sure you check out my Instagram, BJ the Blogger. Um, subscribe, rate this podcast and um, follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is also BJTheBlogger. You can check out my website, BJTheBlogger.com. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much, you guys, for listening today. I will catch you next time.